Hello, welcome to Christ-Centered Meditation. This is episode number eight. My name is Andrea. This is a space for people who are looking for guided meditation on the word and love of Jesus Christ. We live in a fast-paced world, and setting aside time to dwell in the presence of the Lord strengthens our faith and confidence in Christ and simultaneously weakens the powers and principalities of darkness. Meditation has also been proven to be a beautiful and beneficial part of a daily life. This is a 10 to 15 minute meditation that you can do absolutely anywhere. I purposefully leave some spaces silent, so do not check your recording or worry that the podcast stopped playing. That silence is purposeful so that you can speak with God or hear from God, whichever is more pertinent. Let's begin with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I pause pause and take a deep breath because sometimes we can get into our own head and into our own to-do list and into the own things that we have to accomplish and we forget that you are the God of everything. You're the God of creation. You're the God of love. You're the God of relationships. You're the God of personality. You're the God of our lives, our careers, our finances, our health, everything is in your hands, God. Even the breath that we breathe. And so we pause to just spend some time in deep focus. And God, we want our deep focus to be on your word, on the word that you have given us so that we might know you better. And Sure, throughout the ages, there may have been flaws to your word, but God, we are asking you to be present so that we are not led astray, so that we are not confused, but that we might hear your word and understand the truth, the wisdom, the guidance behind it. God, we invite you to be present, and we are grateful that you already want to answer this prayer. If there's anything in us that needs to be removed or worked on before we before we embark on this journey, I ask that you bring that for the bring that to the forefront. Help us to help us to see that you are a a personal God, a God that is in constant communication with us if we allow it. So thank you, Lord. Thank you for being here. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I invite you to take a deep breath. In fact, take a few more, paying close attention to the way your breath feels. Can you draw your attention even to your heart rate? Are you able to lower it, to relax? to will your mind to slow down and to be present in this very moment. I know that there are a million things on your to-do list, but just for this moment, I'm asking you to release that. Find center. Find now. Find this exact moment and stay engaged in it. Not looking back and not looking forward, but looking into this moment that you have right now.
Today I am reading from Romans chapter 1. Paul is the author of Romans, and as I read these words, I want you to find center in the words that I read. Look for context. Look for guidance. And yes, your mind may wander, but as it wanders, just recognize that and slowly bring it back to the words that I speak. Romans chapter 1. Paul, a bondservant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God, which he promised before through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Through him we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name, among whom you are also called of Jesus Christ. To all who are in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to go back, pausing here, I want to go back to verse 4 where it says that the important thing here is the declaration to be the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. We serve a God, we serve a Lord that has overcome the grave. Verse 5 says, Through him we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name, among whom you also are called of Jesus Christ. We are invited to be called of Jesus Christ. We are invited to live in apostleship and obedience to the faith. And verse 7, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Continuing on in Romans chapter 1 verse 8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers, making request if, by some means, now at last I may find a way in the will of God to come to you. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift, so that you may be established." That is, that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me. Now I want you to be unaware, brethren, that I often planned to come to you but was hindered until now, that I might have some fruit among you also, just as among other Gentiles. I am a debtor both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and to unwise. So as much as in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also. Pausing here, 
Did you catch the beauty in Paul's statement? Let me read it. Let me read it again. Bring your mind back to this. This is verse 11. It says, For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. That is, that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me. How amazing is it that we can lift each other up in our faith. When brothers and sisters come together and fellowship and grapple with the word of God and study the word of God, we are lifted, we are uplifted by others' faith just as they are lifted up by our faith. And that beautiful marriage of one person's faith lifting up another person's faith, what a place to be. Who is someone that encourages you? Who is someone that might need encouragement from you? Remember, it is a two-way street. We are both encouraged by others' faith and we can encourage their faith. And so when we come together, let's recognize that. Let's recognize that we are not the ones that just get to lift up others, but rather we can, we can gain and give at the same time. For I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. That is, that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me. Continuing on in Romans 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Let me read that one more time. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Continuing on. Verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness because what may be known of God is manifest in them for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are, are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man." the birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness 
in the lusts of their own heart to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men, committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting. Being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immortality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness, they are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgments of God and those who practice such things are deserving of death. Not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. We live in an evil world. And instead of reading that again, I want you to pick out something that stood out to you in your mind. Was it just a jumble of words? Or was there something that stood out about the sin that is going on in this world? God's wrath is real. Unrighteousness is real. Sin is real, and we all see the effects of it. But friend, love is also real, and grace is real. And God has given us a way out of this decrepit world. He knows us better than we know ourselves. And so today, as you take another deep breath, and you recognize the sin that you yourself, that I myself am prone to. I want you to thank God for the breath that you feel right now because it means that you have another day, another day to hand over your life, open up your hands to Christ and let him transform your life. Friend, I am actively praying for those who hear this, hear this meditation, hear this podcast, and those who hear the word of God and think, could there be something more? That list is daunting. And verse 28 is is frightening because it says and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which were not fitting it means that God gives us freedom 
God lets us make choices. God is not going to force you to live a certain way, to to do a certain thing. He is a God of freedom and intentionality and love and grace, and he's going to let you make your own decisions. So today, as you are taking your deep breaths and relaxing and forgetting about your to-do list, remember that God wants to walk with you in this life. But he will hand you over. He will let your mind do what it wants. So today, even again, even if you've done it a million times before, put your heart, put your will, put your mind back in his hands and listen to that still small voice. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith.